Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Greetings, listener dear. I am Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew. And welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Beef Brothers Cold Cuts, where we have fantastic guests on from the world of comedy or podcasting and solve your beefs, the things that are getting on your nerves with the people that you live with. We've got fantastic guests from the world of both today. One of my favourite comedy podcasts is Seance Cast, uh, which is a, a comedy sketch show. And we've got the two hosts and writers of that, Zoe Tomalin and Charlie Dinkin. They're, they're brilliant and you'll you'll love that. But before that, there's some quite exciting some quite exciting news about yes. the about the, the Christmas show. Oh, well, of, of, oh. Yes, of, oh, yeah, very much. Well, <laughs> do, I tell you what, do your bit first. We're not going to do about the bank holiday. No, no. We're, we're <laughs> okay, not. sorry. No, you go first. You go first. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So we've we 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 are going to do a live stream of the Christmas show. We we weren't sure whether or not we we're <gasps> going to do it, but we we've, we've put it on sale now. So, but Matthew, it, that's the show of the year. It's the show of the year, Tom. It really is. <laughs> what? It really we're is the show of the year. The show of the year. It's the show of the absolute year, and it can be the show of your year because it can stream direct to your device. We're talking about oh. your laptop, your smart TV, Imagine. even wow. your phone. Probably Piped not your landline. Into your own living room. Beamed in. You can beat you in. You... Why are you sitting on your sofa sipping a nice cool glass of Advocat? You don't This year, the show of the year is coming home. Oh, oh really good, good yeah, man. Lovely, That's actually. really good. That's fantastic. And please don't boycott it. <laughs> <laughs> don't boycott it, please. Don't, don't boycott our, our show isn't corrupt. Well, I mean, there's a few. I mean, I mean, the, our oh, human well, rights are get into our this. human we rights are pretty it. decent. They're pretty <laughs> decent. They're not great. They're pretty well, decent. Well, I'll say it. I don't know what's going on behind the streaming. I don't know how it, how it works. No, I don't. That's a good point, I don't know actually. who's doing it. Point. I don't know how it's done. So yeah. that's let's good, hope it's okay. That's a good point. We haven't. Fa- <laughs> where's the point, Where's the money come for this streaming? <laughs> Who and who's <laughs> connecting the wires? How's it? How's that happening? Is yeah. someone? I don't know. We don't know. We, we, we just hope. Listen, basically, just don't worry too much about whether or not it's corrupt. Just buy the buy a it's like it's a, it's <laughs> a fiver. Just come and so. buy the yeah. live stream and watch it and enjoy yourself. And don't think too much of you know. Just chill out a little bit, guys. Don't. <laughs> let, I mean, the boycotting thing. I don't think it's necessarily useful for us. Not for us. No. no. Not <laughs> no, for no, us. It no. Right, should we get on with the episode? Yes. Yes, yeah. Let's go. I feel like we've really, feel like we've really sold it. Yeah. No, no, we should, we should actually talk about what the actual uh, the live stream is. So, uh, 11th of December, we're doing two shows. We're doing uh, the Beef Brothers Cold Cuts live with James Acaster as our guest. And then after that, we're doing the Christmas Flatshare Slam Down with Athena Kablenu and Lou Sanders as our guests. I mean, like... Amazing. Crosby, did I have to pay twice for each show? No, no, no. You, you don't have to pay. You it's just one. You don't have to pay so twice for any show. You have to pay once 
for both oh. shows together. That's it, oh mate. Oh my yeah. god! What a bargain, right? And that's uh, unbelievable. It's uh, it's it's five quid a ticket for the live stream. But if you're a member of the Patreon, it is four quid a ticket. So get over on the Patreon. Sign yourself up. You get all of the bonus features that you get. You get bonus beefs with our guests, uh, Charlie and Zoe. You get um, you get our flat share pop round every single week. You get the jingle as a single, for, which uh, and the Christmas one is always a delight. Uh, so you get all of that kind of stuff, and you also get discount codes. Uh, Tom's just panicking there. Galore. You've not, uh, <laughs> Tom. Pan- I mean, we haven't written any bit of the Christmas show yet. The Christmas show is just an idea. <laughs> At the moment, no, but we, yeah, we've got we've got so much vague assonance. Oh, in yeah, the, uh, exactly. In the exactly. tank, we'll it's, it couldn't be vaguer. The vague <laughs> assonance has never been vaguer. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So in the show notes, there is a link to the uh, to where you can buy that live stream, or if you go to uh, Ticket Text and uh, search for Pappy's Flat Share, you should find it there. Or it's on our on our link tree and on our Twitter and on our Facebook and all that kind of stuff, so you can find it all there. But Let's get on with this episode with uh, Zoe and Charlie. Oh, and it was an absolute treat. It was a real treat. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you be from the sorting out your beef. Hello. Oh, right. Okay, it's going to be that kind of podcast, is it? Right. What's up? Really, really giving us the old cold shoulder. Very chatty before we start recording. And then, and then, what does, what does Perry mean by that? Hello. Very loaded hello. That was, that was intense, man. We're politely waiting for you to do the grammar at the top of the show. Oh, no, we'll do all, we'll do all that. We love admin. When you're not here. We're not going to straight in. At this place, we just go straight in with the hellos. Yeah. <laughs> really unconventional podcast. We greet our guests with hello. It's a catchphrase of ours. Uh, I'm not expecting you to know all the in-jokes. We've been doing this for a few years. So so it's kind um, of a call and response thing, right? So we, we yeah. you, you do it again. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Okay, now you've got, now okay, you've had the ramp it, up. We'll give it okay. another go. We'll have, we'll have another run at it. Hello. 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 Yes. Oh, yes, there really we go. Good. It's worked out. Oh, it's worked God, out it's all right. Actually. Almost human. Yeah, Goodness it was a really me. good facsimile of a human response. We after, were practicing. After, well, you got to practice like during the show as well. We got to rehearse you during the show. <laughs> kind of suddenly felt like Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense. <laughs> it, did it, is, is, he, is he cold? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Very hello. Um, thank you for joining us, guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Can I just say yeah. you're doing so well, guys? Thank That's you. Oh my god! Another another really good response to Tom's question. Well, I've got statement. some sentences that I've been practicing, which I'm going to use later as well. So, fantastic. We'll look out for those. Just drop them in. Um, well, are you are you are you happy to help us uh, solve some people's beefs tonight? Would be my pleasure. I love beef. I love solving beef. And I love not solving beef and just letting it hang there uncomfortably for people to solve themselves. <laughs> oh, you, so you have listened before. I'm very excited about solving beef, not least because I live in a flat with extremely thin walls. So there's a high likelihood that there could be actual live beef happening in my flat, in the surrounding buildings, which we could solve 
right now. Well, do you want to do you want to talk us through like what? So you, you say you say you've got thin walls. How many neighbors are neighboring onto you? Do you have people on both sides? Do you have people above you? Do you have people below you? It's a it's an all sides situation. Wow. It's like I'm living inside a a, a die, and there's people on every side. It's like I know so much about my neighbors' lives. Like coming into my own flat feels like I'm breaching data protection rules. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm slightly uncomfortable always recording in the house because I'm like, what are you gonna hear? Yeah. <laughs> These are my secrets to keep now. <laughs> What's good is they're hearing you say this right now. So yeah. they're, they're, they're suddenly realizing that you've heard everything yeah and i hear them on podcasts as well <laughs> <laughs> are they all podcasting uh sadly yes it's a hell <laughs> <laughs> it is 2022 i guess that's the the nature of the beast <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> to charlie podcasts happening outside of your uh, of your flat aside what kind of a person are you to live with i think i'm not a very good person to live with i was thinking about this <laughs> no earlier questions I think I'm bad to live with. Wouldn't recommend it. I've lived since I've been a grown up with a series of boyfriends, not the same time, like one after the other. Right. <laughs> no, you never, you no never space ha- harem. <laughs> no overlap like the big either. Brother house just eliminating them one at a time. They're in and out the revolving door. Um, each of them a new challenge to me. I think it's probably not my ideal living situation. But I think the problem with me is that I have a set of quite serious rules in my head that I'm not willing to uh, articulate to another person. So one of them I was thinking about earlier is like absolutely so relaxed about mess don't mind mess at all very chill on mess very upset about dirt don't want things to be dirty chill with mess angry about dirt and then people don't know where the line is interesting tidy and dirty very tricky to and you know untidy can so easily slip into dirty the line is so thin it can be a, a cup ring on a table and i lose my mind so I, yeah. I don't. I hope you don't mind saying this, Clarky. But I lived at Clarky's house for a while back in the day in Wolverhampton, and Ben's parents' house I thought was the perfect. It was never tidy, but it was always clean. Yeah, oh, I, that, I, I loved. I loved that balance. That's a very fair. That's a very fair. Yeah, that's a comfortable place to be. It's a very fair. Yeah, I don't know if it's. I, I don't know if it's that. You're quite emotional, Ben. <laughs> I, <laughs> I will say this. Very, I, very fair. That's so fair. Um, Fairer than his parents have ever been to him. <laughs> so difficult to know truly, though, when somewhere is untidy, the cleanliness levels. Yeah, there's dirt underneath. Exactly. Stresses me out, stresses me out. And that's why I live my life in a constant state of tension that no one who lives with me ever enjoys. <laughs> Just got to pick stuff up, clean under it, and then throw it back on the ground. So I, I'm, I'm curious to know where Zoe is on the untidy, dirty spectrum. Are you? Is it a tidy house? Is it untidy but clean? Is it dirty and untidy? The house is extremely clean. Me and my boyfriend are very uh, fastidious about cleaning up. 
Um, but I will say, other than that, it's an absolute shit tip. It looks right. like a jumble sale. It looks like an occult jumble sale. I collect horrible things. There's um, there's taxidermy in the house. There's ventriloquist dummies in the house. Oh, that's not Basically, right. if I was a single man and you came into my house, you'd be like, that's creepy. But because I'm a blue head girl, I get a little bit of, oh, that's a nice hobby that you have. So there's a kind of... Being creepy is your hobby <laughs> yeah yeah i'm kind of off the, the the cleanliness tidiness spectrum and into uh, creepy but organized it's a, ca- a catalog of fear in the house <laughs> that's exactly how i would describe you <laughs> thank you you're like a sort of human version of a graveyard you know <laughs> yeah, that's, everything that is a graveyard <laughs> everything yeah, no, no, no. Yes, I know, but I'm talking about a one-person what graveyard. What in there? We're not talking about like. Oh, we got some bad news for you. Oh my god, that's what happens to us in the in the goddamn ground. Just been enjoying the landscaping, the lovely stones. I just think it's just really well put together. It's just a very relaxing place to go and read very short stories about people's lives. <laughs> I think, I don't know, also I kind of have like a strata of different hobbies in the house, like clutter from different hobbies that have happened. Yeah. Do you have that? My my boyfriend actually has something which I find deeply shameful, which is that he has a gaming rig, which is a whole car. It has a steering wheel. It oh, has wow. a gearbox. And when I come in here and he's on it, I'm like, I would honestly rather come in and find that you're like being radicalized on an incel forum. Like, I don't want to see this side of you. Please just watch pornography. <laughs> well, he is. He's driving to a brothel. That's what you don't yeah, realize. <laughs> yeah, well, I wish he was driving to a brothel because then he'd be talking to some women online, you know. <laughs> <laughs> why doesn't he just get a car is that is that a mad suggestion i would love if he got a car the real irony is that he is an expert online driver and he does have a driving license but he hasn't driven since he's 17 so he actually can't oh, drive no. my vibes wow. in an emergency i want to think i could but the fact is i haven't so that would be the, the second part of the emergency <laughs> You could create a new emergency. Oh no, emergency. Now we've got two emergencies. <laughs> Amazing. Are you even putting in the hours practicing though, Charlie? Absolutely not. See, that's I don't it. want to drive. I don't, I was never excited about it to begin with. I did it because of where I lived when I was growing up was like in deep countryside. So I had to, but now I just yeah. live in a city. So it's a fun hobby from the past, I guess. So how long has it been since you drove a vehicle? Uh, I had to do it about two years ago. Through what was the emergency? So it wasn't. An- <laughs> what did you do, Charlie? <laughs> well, do you know, I can't remember what the. Em- I think I was dropping some stuff off to. I was you dropping were, some you stuff were going off. to a brothel. I was going to a brothel, um, and it was very, very scary. Driving through central London is one of the top scariest things I've ever done. The only good thing about it is that it is slow. It's like terrifying, but no speed. Probably the opposite yeah. of everything that's fun about driving online. But I uh, didn't like it. Don't want to do it again. Very much come around and and have no fun driving no, online. <laughs> the amazing thing about driving in London is the only thing that I think is terrifying and boring at the same time. Yeah, that's exactly it. So it's such a horrible combination. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. Awful. Yeah. Well, should we solve some people's beefs? Yeah, oh, let's yes, do it. Let's, let's let's get into it. I'm itching to. Yeah. Well. Tom, do you want to start us off then? 
We've got a sock Can. beef from Chris. Here we go. Yes, yeah, sock beef from Chris via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Get in touch. Why not? Ooh. Chris got in touch using email. Uh, you oh, it's yeah. the future. The best method, I would say, the best method to get in touch to our email address, I would say, is an email address of your own. <laughs> Do you think we're far... Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, go on. I don't hear this question. <laughs> no, it's a bad question. Do you think we're... Say, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom we, we didn't think it was going to be a good one, mate. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think we're far off people writing an email address on the back of an envelope, putting it in a postbox and it finding you, but it's not it's a bad idea um, it's a bad I, idea yeah because you've got, quite, you've got it'd be quite you, cute I guess. you've got an address though, that's a you? lovely thought it'd that's cute, like you know when it? people are like in Ireland they don't have I don't know if this is true actually I might be about to say a really xenophobic <laughs> thing in Ireland like, they, <laughs> they don't have postcodes is that true or in rural bit, bits I maybe think that's true don't. yeah 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 and then it's like oh the letter will just find you if you describe it well enough what? Think, I'm gonna try it's like that sort of thing they have at sort of twee festivals. Have you ever experienced it where that you can write like, you know, uh, if I was trying to send a message to Tom, but I didn't know who Tom was, I just seen him wandering around the site. I could say, you know, cute boy in the orange beanie. And, the rapper, uh, the rapper. On what? And on what form? Like what's on the a little post On a little postcard and then hand it to some sort of yeah. bearded hand volunteers. And well, no, I've, I've seen him across the site and I've lost <laughs> sight of him. And I want to, I want to, you know, strike up a conversation. Legend I, making strong style choices. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, um, I write that little card, hand it to one of the, the, the volunteers and then they, somehow managed to find that specific person in the in the in the orange beanie hat and, and the postcard says can you sit down please I can't see the band <laughs> <laughs> can you please stop you? shouting out why are you this battered it's two in the afternoon <laughs> <laughs> okay what's Chris got to say for himself here we go sock beef from Chris I moved in with my new flatmate a couple of months ago he's a good friend of mine and very tidy except for one thing he was very close with his previous flatmate and they would apparently just take white socks off at random places around the flat and when they needed socks they would just pick them up to wear them when they went out. Can they we all just stop, stop for a second and go, sorry, what? Yeah, because I mean, that's not... Everyone looks disgusted listening I mean, here. If you, if so you could see I'm the faces... So confused. Well, let's it's find a out. system. You can't argue it's not a system. It's definitely a system. It, it's like in those big cities where you just ride a bike and then pop off it and pop on it yeah uh, let's not let's let's find out let's find sure. out let's let's <laughs> so, boris socks <laughs> oh please no <laughs> this one's a bit stiff oh no boris <laughs> um they were effectively sharing socks and would gather them up every couple of weeks or so to wash them like a treasure hunt i guess the problem is that he hasn't gotten out of this <laughs> That's habit. That's not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't gotten out of this habit, so there are dozens of white socks dotted around all over the flat, including by the toaster and the microwave, by the TV, and occasionally, oh, in the bath. What? He says he just does it subconsciously without thinking as he's been doing it for years. And I wear my own black socks, so we always know they're his. Any suggestions? Thanks. Chris, right. The black well, so socks are the solution, aren't they? You did it. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, this is this is so. It's, it's it's a hangover from his previous like it's a hangover from his previous flatmates. 
Chris's yeah. flatmates, previous yeah. flatmate, used to have a weird little system where they like where they they shared each other socks. Chris doesn't want to buy into this. I'm going to say it. I don't mind their vibe. Oh, um, mate. like no, like obviously there's an issue now because he's not with the person who he was vibing with. But that was a happy house. Those two dudes. You're not telling me they had a fucking great time. Just, That's yeah. the kind of situation where you give a speech at someone's wedding, but it's really laced with sadness because you know what you lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. They're like soulmates. They, 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 literally. They, literally. Literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not going to get better than that. You, you found the one. They, that, that flatmate found their one. And it you must be hard for me. them now. You complete the pair. You complete my outfit, yeah. Um, so your I advice. I say I'm like yeah. impressed. Just as somebody who never has seemingly enough socks, I'm impressed that this person has enough socks to leave some lying around the house. Like if there are clean socks in my house, they are on my feet, all of them, all two of them. <laughs> are you a are you a, a matching socks person, or are you just like whatever I can find if there's two and they're dry? I used to be like I used to be a very because I was a very cringe child. I refused to wear even socks until I was like (laughs) basically until I went to university, which is incredibly lame. But then I got into a kind of habit where I was like, well, maybe if I put on even socks, something bad is going to happen. But now I'm real. Zoe, it's not well. (laughs) Yeah. I, don't I like know. how we've had this incredibly messed up beef and then I've brought in something which is even worse. Yeah. Your brain <laughs> is worse. Yeah. Maybe I should move in with them to solve really their problems. really put problem. things in perspective. <laughs> yeah, the human much. graveyard helps us out once again. <laughs> One thing I do, I do really respect about it, though, is it reminds me two pieces of, of advice my dad gave me before I went to university. Literally oh, the yeah. two pieces of advice from my life. One, you can marry more money in a minute than you can make in a lifetime. Thanks, David. That was an extremely weird thing to say. And number two, (laughs) if you buy all matching socks, then it doesn't matter if any of them aren't the pair because they'll all match each other. That's a great bit. At least one of those is a great bit of advice. (laughs) Not so sure about the socks things. He's a bit mad, but uh, (laughs) what about if you're golfing? Um, But but yeah, yeah. For for, for a long time, I was was, uh, white tube socks only. That was my... That was my MO. Personality. Like, yeah, that was my. It was the entirety <laughs> of my personality. It was white tube socks and Farrah slacks. Um, it hasn't changed. I've just lost my entire personality. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think it's, down the it, back of the sofa, it your does flatmate seem, put yeah. it on and left. <laughs> my flatmate's wearing my personality. Oh, <laughs> are we? I'm not. I'm not au fait with these kind of terms. But are we looking at a socialist utopia? Here? That's an interesting question. Is is Ooh. this? Is this? Has someone mastered the communist model and is now living in a capitalist world? Is that, is, Are they is, is sharing that, other things or just socks? I mean, it felt, it feels like they what it, at the very least, it feels like they've had, they, they had a currency that they agreed on or that, they, you know, this kind of, this sharing kind of what's yours is mine. Yeah. I, I love it. And now that flatmate's not there anymore. I think you might be quite understanding with this person. But but here's here's the thing, it's okay to share, but does that sharing need to involve having a sock in the bath? Yeah, it's a very good point. Yeah, because that's not, it as well. It's not the caring. It's not the sharing. All right, I'm Elon Musk. Caring. It's no, but it's <laughs> <laughs> it's um, 
If you pay $8 a month, you can get blue socks and everyone can have them. <laughs> Just pay $8 a month. That's all it is. But the, His, the, the, the thing is, though, I, I think you're right, Clarky, because, it, you know, that's... Sure, you've got socialism, but is it more? Is it actually more like anarchy? Because shouldn't there be a sort of like if they were if they had one sock drawer that all the socks were in that you know they were that the socks were never mated and they're all white socks and you could just always pull out a white sock and that's great. But this is this little this little system has taken over the whole house. I, you know, anarchy does not involve all white socks. Surely, I have a question <laughs> and I have a, a a solution that comes from that question. Question right, is. Right. So you're asking yourself the question, then answering it. I'm asking all of you the question. Well, they will just meet themselves for a second. <laughs> everyone just examine their feelings on this? Is the sock ending? You know, okay, so I'm just thinking about the trajectory of sock from foot to bath. Like, mm. that doesn't feel natural to me. That feels like someone is, like, taking off the sock and then, like, flicking it. You know what I mean? Like, pinging it. Like, it doesn't go from foot to hand to bath without some kind of, like... What? It depends how close your toilet is to your bath. Or if you're sitting on the edge of the what bath to take your socks off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you're sitting Do on the edge of the bath to take your socks off on the Oh, you think they're sitting on the edge of the bath? Because I, I was going to say, be. if it's the thrill of the... The, uh, the, the, the ping. The ping. The ping, the catapulting, yeah. then they need to get them like a... A, a little basket, a little sock basketball. You know what I mean? Put some targets That's around nice. the room. I mean, we, nice. it's a it's a solution that we've looked at before when people are using underwear around the flat. And I think I think that's exactly where I was going to go as well, Charlie. I think what you need to do is still let him have these white sock sights, but bring them <laughs> under control. Yeah, you know, have have sock four stations. designated white sock stations. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. You know, and and like you said, you'll have a bit of fun with it. A Game basketball of net, you know, uh, uh, one of those KFC bins. What you know, things that people like to throw stuff in, and then and then you've got like the best of both worlds. What you've just done there is you've taken a nice kind of socialist, maybe anarchist system, and you have turned it into state communism. Like that is a rigorously <laughs> regulated sock system. <laughs> Yeah. People are going to be there's checkpoints. Yeah. You're going to get the socks. People are measuring your feet. Are they the right size? Otherwise, maybe yeah. you're getting disappeared because is the sock <laughs> white? Is it white or is it grey? <laughs> well, right. Okay. What about this? Now, this is this might come across of, as as passive aggressive, but it's a lot of fun in the process. What about if Chris gets himself? Because I recently invested in one of these and I love it. The old litter picker, the old grabber, right? Wait, you got one for picking up your laundry or for got, picking up litter? For picking up litter is what because 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 we people throw stuff onto our front lawn. Oh, that's people will nice. Be, people be walking home and they will um, they'll throw a McDonald's onto the front lawn, <laughs> and it's become a really fun game now where I can be like <laughs> to my daughter, Cleo, look outside. Someone's fucked up our lawn again. Let's go out with the grabber and then we Get have a bit claw. of fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fun. And it's become like it, you know it used to be. I used to be one of those sort of an annoying suburban dads where I'd be like, oh my lawn, and now I could be like, hooray! It's a it's a nice fun game. That's what you've got to do. You've it's got the to kind of story I ever heard. It's really tragic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've turned a, a hate campaign against you into a game for your child. You should be scared. It's a McDonald's today. It'll be a brick through the window tomorrow, and you'll be like, "Let's get the grabber." Hey, look, Cleo. Someone scrawled another fun message on our garage door. Let's go scrub, scrub. Get the fun sponges. Get the fun sponges. <laughs> Which is also my nickname. Um, <laughs> 
but yeah you could make it a bit of a bit of fun yourself so if you have designated areas for the uh for the socks you can do a little sort of you know pop a bit of music on that you like shimmy around the front room and uh, grab a few socks and, and fling them into the into the yeah. big special bin pop that on can... a bit of music the red flag or you know you don't need anything you want to see. <laughs> <laughs> all the red hot chili peppers and pop one of those socks on your dick either or there we go they're, they're the two choices it's, it's, gotta, it's gotta be something something that starts with red um but yeah i i mean i i think actually the, the problem is tom i think we, you may have actually sort of solved this very very early on and we've kind of skirted around it that you think because what you said was basically the two flatmates that used to live there one of whom chris is living with now they're meant to be together maybe chris should move out Oh maybe Chris or Chris should encourage the flatmate to move I, in with another I guy I thought we'd agreed that that has to stop being the solution we get <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. okay alright get the flatmate to move out and move back in with the other guy and you can have the flat to yourself coat it with black socks or just have a black sock drawer or whatever you want to do I, I've got another solution which is buy yourself a whole set of gossamer thin black socks Ooh. And then you can partake into in the white sock exchange hygienically because you've got your own <laughs> layer of sock on. Yeah, oh, so you're right. putting a white Practice sock safe. over your... Yes, you're practising safe socks, basically. <laughs> like, a, like, a, <laughs> like a... Like a... You're, you're talking about a, like a Veruca sock, basically, that you wear Maybe. Or maybe just a very fine Egyptian cotton. Sure, Ooh, lovely, lovely. Well, that way you can make it look luxurious. What are you doing with those socks afterwards? You throwing them in the mix? You're treating them normally, like you'll still wash them on your time, as you would your normal black socks at the moment. But basically, because you've come down the togs of your socks to kind of the thinnest socks possible, then you can partake in this kind of social, you know utopia kind of thing that's yeah, going on yeah, this kind yeah. of free love so it's kind of like you, you're, you're enjoying the free love of the 70s but in a safe way yeah yeah I like that it's basically the song common people I do worry that basically what's going to happen here is you're going to have a second tier black sock system where those mm-hmm. gossamer socks are becoming integrated maybe they're in another designated zone but then you're going to have to go down to like a sock that's like one micron thick to go inside the gossamer sock inside oh, the white too sock too much too much admin Russian socks on socks Russian yeah. socks yeah we got there you know it's also Chris is then having to put like for every sock that his flat is putting on Chris is putting on two socks three socks if we adopt Zoe's system so suddenly he's taking hour hour and a half to get ready for work in the morning you know like this is not fair on our our friend Chris and he's gonna have to start buying bigger shoes yeah (laughs) he's got up half a size I think that's quite an efficient thing that you could do which is that one time you could just go um like oh you know how people make money from putting pictures of their feet online? And then every time you see them taking off their socks, you just get out your phone like you're taking a little picture, but you don't really address it. So creep him out of the flat, basically. Yeah, yeah, creep him out, creep him, creep out. him out. Or take some foot pics, put them online, make you both make some a money. money. Then you don't worry I so think much. ethically we've gone to a dark place yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying just pretend to do an illegal thing that crosses boundaries. That's technically fine. Yeah. <laughs> Pretending to commit a crime, know. not a crime, right? 
We've gone from right? this kind of utopia free love house to quite a dystopian Black Mirror kind of existence. Have you it's never watched happens, any documentary though. about a cult? Yeah. It always starts so wonderfully and then suddenly they're all dressing in red, they brought in the guns and they only get to fuck the one old dude and that's it. And this is... This is what happens. It starts off so beautifully. It's like as old as time. Exactly. Got Gossamer socks. <laughs> it starts with white socks. It ends with white supremacy. You just this is the way it goes. Um, um, well, well, okay. Chris, I, I think the Gossamer thin socks is probably our best. It's our best <laughs> solution. I it's either like it. barricade the doors, poison the Kool Aid, and just drink <laughs> with your ass, mate. Beef solved. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Charlie, do you want to do yours now? I would. Right, this is dog beef. Oof, tasty. Uh, from Owen. Only in a disaster, though. Uh, via beef. <laughs> Should I say that in a clean way? <laughs> yeah. I think about at what point in the apocalypse I'd have to eat my dog all yeah. the time. I think you'd have to drive first. I think it'd be. <laughs> that's the hierarchy of emergency, isn't it? Charlie gets behind the wheel. Charlie eats a dog. You know, that's the. <laughs> That's before things have even kicked off. First day of lockdown, Charlie was looking at her pooch going, oh, your days are numbered, mate. Let's get some First daily going. briefing. <laughs> well, I can't touch my face anymore. Come over here, Rover. <laughs> In the air fryer. <laughs> right, dog beef from Owen via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Hi, pappies and guests. My family own a holiday beach shack that we all share. And my brother uses it. I know. What's a shack? Lots of questions already. (laughs) When my brother uses it, he lets his two Labradors on and, judging by the hair, in the beds. We always change the linen before leaving, but he doesn't bother. When confronted, he claimed that having his dogs inside is no different to us having our kids inside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's huge. I love it. Is he in the wrong or should I sleep outside in the two nice kennels that are there? All the best, Owen. Great. Kennels outside as well. 
Doesn't Can sound I- like a shack to me. No. Yeah, it sounds like a goddamn villa. So are we like I feel like our little our little chat before we got into the beefs has been very like apropos because this mm. is really in the in the area of it's the same with the socks it's like messy versus dirty and I think socks once worn socks around is right on the edge of messy versus dirty dog hair that's dirty right am I wrong am I wrong in saying that there are no other dogs coming in and putting on the hair right it's not like it feels like dog people wouldn't agree with you. Yeah, like, I, I don't I know. Think it, I, th- I, I think it, it's on a it's on a knife edge that, but I do think that there's, that, what, there's dog, dog hair, hair on the bed. knife edge. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Got to put a cutler in the dishwasher as well. <laughs> don't go around Clarky's house for a ploughman's. Jeepers <laughs> creepers! <laughs> Clark is actually if you ever go around Clarky's house, he's got a big chef's hat on, a really really big chef's hat. And you can hear barking from underneath it. He's an amazing chef, but I don't know how he does it. Doggatooey. <laughs> where do you guys stand, Zoe, Charlie? Where do you stand on uh, on pets and the cleanliness of having pets in the house? I am more intrigued about what the children are doing that has put them in the same cleanliness category as the dogs. Yeah, that feels targeted. Like the kids are coming in and, and scooting along the ground and scratching their ears. Like, you know, on know holiday. What's what's They're at the beach shack. Also, um, this, yeah, shack and two kennels, that is more property than I own. So I'm feeling <laughs> yeah. like my, my sympathy is limited. If I had a shack and two kennels, I'd be inviting every dog on the street down. <laughs> I've got me two kids and they behave just like dogs. So hurry up and bring your jukebox buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. Always great to have a Fred Schneider impersonation <laughs> at any point. At any point in the podcast, Tom. I enjoyed it. Um, by the way, though, I think, you know, and I don't want to do my kids dirty here, but uh, it depends on the age of the children as to whether or not your kids are as dirty as dogs. The children are not the problem here. Let's not bump this up on the children. Yeah. I literally, I'm only saying this because I literally had to say to my daughter tonight, uh, please don't wipe your nose on my butt. Like that was the phrase I had to utter in the middle of dinner time. Um, and was that because your butt was cleaner than the child? <laughs> My butt's the cleanest thing in the house. It's the only thing I get any time to clean. And I need it to stay that way. <laughs> that litter picker's really done wonders for your butt, hasn't it? That's the real reason you bought it, let's be honest. Gets rid of all those clingy bits. Oh, mate. The thing that's going on here as well, right, is that with your own kids, it's the same thing with your own dogs. Like, your own dog's hair doesn't seem as disgusting to you yeah, as yes. other yes. people's. Um, d- just like just like other people's children are revolting. That's very yeah. true, actually. Are these hairy kids? Oh, yeah. Are they like the, the, those wolf children? You know, I bet the, the kids aren't the, hairy. The wolf boys you can't let Mexico. the wolf children run free in the shack. That's got to be can't. a rule. That's got to be That's one of the rules. It, That's it, on Airbnb. That's the Airbnb <laughs> website, isn't it? Listen, <laughs> one. Oh, and you can use the shack, just not on a full moon, mate. It just like you know, like any other time is fine. <laughs> can't have them gnawing the furniture it's shaky ground and it i know when i so i have a dog and when i first got the dog i remember people being like don't compare your dog to people's children um 
like it's not the same thing. And I will say that never occurred to me because I don't think of my dog as my child. Do I you, think of my you don't dog. Ever referred to yourself as the mummy of the dog? No, no, not at all. Thank He's God. like a, he is a flatmate who I quite like sometimes <laughs> <laughs> he's very much in my flat he doesn't have a job he's, he talks a lot for some reason he's always making a lot of noise <laughs> yeah he's oh, just yeah. like a guy i know he's always saying don't eat me <laughs> <laughs> why are you putting barbecue sauce on my back <laughs> i wouldn't take him on holiday i'll tell you that i'd be off to the shack and leaving the dog with a friend yeah. That's true. Yeah, we think the really problematic thing here, I think the really bad thing is that he's not changing the linen before leaving. Why are you changing yeah, the sheets? That's, when you've been I in mean, the sheet? yeah, totally. That's that's unforgivable. That's what it comes down to. Because, And also, you're missing out on one of the big thrills, which is at the end of a holiday, ripping all the sheets off your bed and lobbing it on the floor. Stripping the bed, yeah. That's great, isn't I mean, it? Wait, lob it? Wait, lob it on the floor. Wait, it's not washing yeah. it. You know that, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling in the sheet. <laughs> well, yeah, but Getting listen, on the sheet. Just, you rip them off the bed, you throw them in the lake. <laughs> if he, if he you write it just come on the wall. If he's only stripping the beds, that's an improvement. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is if, yeah. he's, if he's stripping the beds, throwing the linen on the floor, and then buggering off with his dogs, at least you're going to come in no, that's the hairy linen going in the wash. You're not getting into bed with the dog linen. Yeah, it uh, is a warning. You know. So I actually think, you know, even if he's just doing that, <laughs> and also, come on, these people can afford staff. Yes. <laughs> a shack and two kennels. I yeah. mean, the real answer They've to all this is get the staff bits. to do it. <laughs> Are we not talking about the staff in the day early? (laughs) (laughs) Get the staff to deal with the staff. But I think, yeah, I think either remind your brother of the joy of stripping on the last day of of the holiday. Okay, yeah, yeah, (laughs) sure. Another sad wedding speech. (laughs) The slightly more slightly more drastic thing to do is buy some fake blood and fake a dog attack on one of your kids and then the dogs will no longer be in <laughs> I don't think that the resolution to a beef can involve a living being having its life put to an end. That's, <laughs> that that's is a, a fair route to straight yeah. to the just pretending it's pretending it's not a crime if you're just pretending. No, but the dog yeah. is going to get put down, Charlie. Oh, okay. The, 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 well, yeah, the phrase. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. the staff, they are very good with the FX makeup. So the kid is going to look fully mauled and the, the dog is going straight to death row. Yeah, that's fair. So may, maybe maybe the option one then. <laughs> Wait, could, change the bed, change, yeah, yeah, change, change the bed. Just change the linen, just change the linen. Wasn't Gossamer socks? <laughs> yeah, actually, oh. no. Put a Get a Gossamer thin sheet and duvet set. They put it over the top and then the dogs can sleep on that and then just whip that off. Away you we go. We should say, by the way, we should. It's, it's time for our ad break. We should oh, just yeah, say... Sure. Uh, Gossamer Thin Company, um, <laughs> where I get all my Gossamer Thin products, and they're always so great, so thin, literally so Gossamer, Gossamer Thin. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, anyway, just you check out the Gossamer Thin Company. Anyway, we'll we'll get back on with the. Record. We can't stress enough, by the way, they are not made of Gossamer. But they're gossamer yeah. thin. They're not. They're as thin as oh, gossamer. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. The, the material they're all. made of is quite coarse. Actually, <laughs> we want to put a stop to that gossamer gossip right now. 
A lot of that gossamer goss going around. But this gossamer, gossamer is gossamer. G-O-Z-Z-I-M-E-E-R. It's like vegan gossamer, although I have to stress as well, this product is not vegan either. It's also not vegan. Exactly. But please do use the promo codes. It certainly isn't vegan. 100% dog. So, so okay. So with skin socks, anyone? Just dress. If you dress your kids in dog skins, they won't mind they're running around in dog hair. Beef solved. Better think it makes sense. <laughs> How about buying him a dog rug, like a dog sheet? That How about he buys his own fucking own. dog rug? He's not <laughs> using the he's not using the kennels, mate, is he? He's not. I gonna... know, but the th- the thing is, the thing is, we've been given this beef at the stage of we we we're, we're past being able to go. Oh, don't do that, mate. Of course, he shouldn't do yeah. it. But we're we're now he's come to us for the solution. So the solution can't be just tell you tell your brother not to be a prick. That's true. That, Christmas that is Christmas the is coming up, isn't it? Christmas is coming up. Yeah, so buy him uh, a dog bed or two. Uh, yeah, you know it could be it could be gossamer thin. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> oh, it's if that must. just goes on the be. bed first, then they're gonna lie oh, no. on top of the. If you're a dog, you're not pleased that your bed's gossamer thin, are you? No way. Yeah, bit thin. That was oh. such a good dog impression. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was like a, can, Tom, what would it be like if that dog met Bob Hoskins? I've got to ask. <laughs> Maybe it's because you're wearing the beanie hat and you look a bit like his character in uh, Romeo Brass, but um, <laughs> it really was like a dog said, it's good to talk. <laughs> Especially if you're a dog, because it surprises people. Oh, I'd be so delighted if you met a dog that could really talk. You know, sometimes you see a dog that can say like one word or it sounds like one word sounds like, like sausages on, yeah, uh, yeah and then you just think what the things you could say i mean rubbish <laughs> nonsense they only bad stuff but do you reckon I'd if like you it. went around the world and got enough dogs saying their one word you could edit it together into a dog pod <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> wowie recording it one word amazing. at a time traveling Traveling the planet, some of it will be in different languages, obviously, because we, we, you know we've only we've only really experienced the dogs that speak English words. Yeah. But there must be so Spanish moving. dogs out there. Yeah, moving to I... see a man realise his purpose in real time. <laughs> <laughs> I see this for you, Tom. Give it like five years, and I imagine like a, you know, a, like a, a, a large pipe organ where every single like key is like a different dog word that I've picked up from around the globe and I could do it live by that point yeah I could, I could be taking questions live and answering dog in dog I, I I I like I'd... to eat the beans I like to eat the beans I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry what a Q&A uh, do you like to eat the beans? <laughs> there's, a, there's a few plants in the audience. Thank you for that question. And shall well, I, I just before I answer out. that question, I want to say a lot of people have been saying I've got plants in the audience. <laughs> and, and, and to them I say, fuck you, actually. But yes, I will answer that question. Yes, I like to eat the beans. Okay, thank you. And that's all we've got time for tonight. <laughs> it's a shame I had to answer that question five times, but... 
I do hope, Tom, eventually there is a world where the infinite monkey cage is supported by the finite dog cage. That, I think, is the, that is the dream, isn't it? The, the yeah. two great podcasts of our times combine <laughs> to play the O2. Infinite dogs and infinite organs. <laughs> I've got all the dogs in cages on the People aren't going to enjoy it, actually. It's actually quite cruel. <laughs> Just a huge backdrop of dogs in cages that I poke with a stick while I say their one word. <laughs> yes, I like to. We're not gonna do this anymore. Oh! I don't think those are dogs. I'm gonna say one of those wearing glasses. He's got he's got Crosby and Clarky, Zoe and Charlie. We're all dressed as dogs in cages. Get off! Get off! Please welcome Robin in. Surprise! <laughs> Um, right, well, beef solved. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. From the sorting out your beef. beef solved. Zoe, we've got a free-range beef here. Would you like to read our free-range beef? Let's say this steak is very tender, sir. <laughs> that, sir, is because it's free-range beef. Free-range beef. Moving beef from Amelie via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Hi, beloved pappies and esteemed guest. Long-time listener, first-time beefer. Love it. The beef is with my husband. Let's call him Jeff. Brackets, not his name. Is his name. So she's deceitful. That's what we found out so far. (laughs) (laughs) We want to move from the West Midlands. Brackets, shout out to Walsall. I used to go to Blast Off in Wolves every Saturday. Yes! We've probably probably been drunk together. Yeah. Well... That's, that's the best case scenario to be honest. I mean she's saying she's celebrating but actually she is saying you know shout out to Walsall but we are moving away from the West Midlands no. so they, they want to move away from the West Midlands to somewhere up north we literally have two- anywhere but the West Midlands <laughs> is how I heard that yeah an exodus okay uh, fair enough we have two teenage children Both will have finished school and college next year. Obviously, they are reluctant to move because they think they'll never make any other friends and their current partners are, scare quotes, for life. (laughs) Absolutely savaged by their mum there. This feels big. I want to move to a house big enough for all of us to live up there and have a lovely old time in the countryside. He says, fuck them kids if they don't want to come. and get a tiny house just for us so that we can finally have a disposable income to do stuff with. To be clear, they have grandparents who they could live with. We wouldn't leave them homeless and we'd always welcome them. But what to do? What to do? (laughs) What What are your thoughts? (laughs) Ready for advice into my ear canal. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't know if anyone was planning to deliver it via any other holes, but those are not admissible (laughs) for this Um, Cheers, everyone. Bye. With many E's, Emily. Yes. Great. Well, well, well. What a, that's a big beef. This it's feels a big, big beef, but we all know how this is going to finish, isn't it? It's a, it's a gossamer thin house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the kids, the kids could move into the two dog hutches that are outside <laughs> there you go. the shack. Yeah. I think I have to say, I loved how Emily's um, written this i really felt like i my consciousness <laughs> interfaced with hers as i was reading it because there were so many asides but uh, yeah as i say i think there's quite a lot of subterfuge going on here already i'm i'm suspicious mm. about the motivations it was a very powerful performance zoe you really 
felt like you really did become Amelie there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. So I've, much so that can we keep asking you questions and you be Amelie? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Conveniently, she has exactly the same accent as me, so. <laughs> where where up north do we reckon they're going to go? Like I Well, I like <laughs> I think we're thinking um we're thinking probably Hull. Oh, nice. Lovely yeah. part of the world, yeah. Hull. I think you're going to want a house whether they come with you now or not. You are going to want a big enough house that at one point everyone will be under the same roof for the big events, right? Yeah. You're, I mean, like, unless you're planning to keep doing Christmas and all that back at the grandparents, uh, I think, yeah, you've got to be you've got to be expecting that they can at the very least come and stay, you know, for a, for a while because they're still teenagers, right? You know, they're, they're, two, they're, they're two teenage kids. We don't know how, how teenage they are. They could be 13 and 14. We don't know. We don't know. You know, uh, how many, one's finishing college. One, yeah, one's finishing school and one's finishing college, but which I know because like, they're my children. Of course. Sorry, Emily. <laughs> that does sound like 16 and 18. That is, that's, that's young. Well, this is the be, ideal uh, time to dispense a bit of advice from David Dinkin, which is uh, you can marry more money in a minute than you can make <laughs> in a while. <laughs> You're giving that advice to my 16-year-old daughter. <laughs> Perfect time. I think, you know, it's the old adage, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, it was yours forever. Is that right? Yeah, is, I mean, I, like is, that? is that an old adage? <laughs> <laughs> it felt like you made it up as you went along. <laughs> <laughs> but but if, is, that, is that true of your kids? I don't know like if, if that's... You, is it, if you love a dog, let it go. If it comes back to you, then pop it in a cage and teach <laughs> it to talk. <laughs> Take it on tour. It's yours forever. Twice forever implied when it comes back to you. This sounds like an axiom from the socks state that we talked about earlier, where you got to let the sock go, and if it comes back to you, then you can slide on in in a gossamer protective. So this is this is this is definitely an old adage that I drew on a lot during my when I was leaving the West Midlands to go to university, but I was in a relationship. There was like a phrase that was like, "If you love something, let it yeah, go. go. If it, comes, if it back comes back to back. you." It's yours forever, and if it doesn't, it was never yours to begin with. Yeah, that sounds more like it. It's the forever. <laughs> but I never remember the second bit of any saying ever. It's like that jack of all. You know, people will be like jack of all yeah. trades, and then they didn't know that it was master of none. And I always used to be like, you know, that one that's like beer before liquor, never sicker. But I realised I was just doing it like how I wanted it to be for any alcohol. Yeah. I was like beer oh, yeah. before wine, you'll be fine. Yeah. Wine before beer, have good yeah. cheer. <laughs> Whiskey and vodka, no hangover for you tomorrow. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Is that the lyrics to Chumbawamba's song? <laughs> Hair of the dog, let's not go there. Um, <laughs> I think if you love them, let them go and then see what happens. <laughs> and I, I think, I think you, don't, you don't have to force them away. They're 16 and 18, they're in relationships. If but like, I would definitely, you're going to want to buy a house that's big enough if they do decide they want to come. Right? How about how about this you buy a smaller house but it has a two kennels <laughs> but essentially <laughs> yeah you you put a a caravan in the garden like That's an annex fun. yeah they'll like that anyway and then there's then, then there's oh yeah 
bit, bit, of, bit of caravan fun. Everyone what? loves a caravan. So you, <laughs> if every time you went back to your mum and dad's house, you had to sleep in a caravan, you'd be happy, would you? Well, I mean, you would, because their house is a shithole. Uh... <laughs> hey, famously, very clean, very clean, Tom. You can just stuff everywhere. You can just sleep on top of that really clean pile of shit. <laughs> would you be happy if when you're back to mum and dad's house, you had to... I'd be fine sleeping in a caravan, yeah, of course. It's, I can tell you, I, like, I had to do it once. My, when my, it was like a major family birthday in Wales, and my uncle had a caravan. And so we all went back to the house, but because there wasn't enough room, me and my dad had to stay in the caravan on the road outside. And it's fucking weird. Like, obviously, being in a caravan Aww. when you're on holiday is nice. But yeah. when you're on the street, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like a problem, though, where you were like, I had to sleep in a caravan with my dad. That's yeah, like, yeah. location's yeah. not the issue. Yeah and, yeah, and also the street isn't ideal. You put it in the back garden. How are you getting like it out of a feature just parked of it? in the middle of the road as well. Just a massive hazard. How are you getting the caravan in and out of your back garden? Through, through a, a gate? How big's this house, you're assuming? How big's this caravan? Hold on, most... most most houses, I say, with a back garden, have a big enough, big no, enough room. No, you are, get a caravan in. You are mad, yeah. Clarky. No, Clarky. All right, let's let's talk about my house, right? Talk about my house. The gate that leads to the back of my house, right, which is pretty standard size. It's the size of a door, Lovely. right? Yeah. Most most garden gates are the size of a door. A caravan is bigger than the size of a door because caravans have doors. So you might have to crane it in. <laughs> but but I, I I thought you meant the size of the the garden, not the size of the, the, the getting in. It's not about the space in the house, is it? It's about an attitude of welcoming to your children. That's the important thing. Yes. Even if you didn't have lots of room, it's like... Being saying that they're welcome, and I say that because my parents have the rooms and are deeply unwelcoming to me coming home at times <laughs> that inconvenience them. But I am 33, so fair enough. Yeah, that's probably more to do with your personality. <laughs> than your personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are we actually saying? I mean, we've already we've already established that getting a caravan through a gate is too hard. What what's our <laughs> what's our actual piece of advice for Emily? No, Clarky famously has never been to a house that you can't drive a caravan into the back garden. <laughs> Listen, with, I, with yeah, room with room it, either side. By, by that same by that same <laughs> thing, it's like you guys have never been to a house where you can do that. Yeah, I've, been very, have, I've been to very few that you could just drive a caravan into the back garden. I think I think the phrase yeah, you said was mate. I think the phrase you said was most right. So I feel like you know <laughs> between us. Maybe. But anyway, yeah. Like your parents' house that we've been talking about. You yeah, can't well, drive a caravan yeah, into can. their back garden. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's a drive up the side of the house, mate. All right. Next episode, it's a road trip to Wolverhampton. <laughs> We're gonna, measuring driveways. Yeah. We're going to bring Kim and Aggie. They're going to sort the house out. We're going to bring Alan Titchmarsh. He's going to sort the caravan out. <laughs> Clarky's going to drive a caravan into his parents' back garden, and it's live. <laughs> And he's doing it through their front room. <laughs> Just to prove a point. <laughs> um, Clarky, I, I Clarky think... text the family WhatsApp and ask. <laughs> Can you drive a caravan into the back garden? No, they'll get very nervous. They'll think yeah, yeah, back they'll, they'll definitely. Oh, I'm afraid um, uh, the driveway's currently on fire and uh, will be for the foreseeable. <laughs> so I think do the move, but make sure there's room for them for God's sake, and then leave them behind with the choice to follow should they choose or get knocked up. <laughs> <laughs>
Beautiful advice, you really, Tom. You really made the end sound like a threat as well. <laughs> <laughs> if you love them, buy the big house, and then if they get knocked up, they'll come and live there forever. Exactly. <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's old, the old adage. Saying. Yeah. Beef, Beef solved. solved. From the sorting out your beef. solved. Now, Charlie and Zoe, I know you don't uh, you don't live in the same place together, but do uh, do either of you, both of you, one of you, have a uh, have a beef you'd like us to try and solve? I have a problem, which is that my neighbours um, order so much from right. Amazon. I'm not talking about a little bit. I'm not talking about signing for a package every other day. I'm talking about getting up three or four times from my work yep. per day Oof. to go Oof. to the door yeah. to uh, to sign for these packages from the reasonably extremely pissed off Amazon drivers who are like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Why are you buying, Why are you buying all of this stuff from Amazon? And also it's often like incredibly heavy stuff. So it'll be like, why have you bought a massive four kilograms of bricks that's actually not that much is it i'm really weak I'm just... a small amount of bricks <laughs> I can't... why have you bought the smallest available dumb why do you need one brick zoe <laughs> Tell us why. because i need it to bash in the head of my neighbor i've bought so much of this lego brick <laughs> but, but basically i feel self-conscious because i feel like uh, reasonably the delivery drivers are a bit like it's a bit out of order you're ordering loads of really heavy stuff at the same time it's disruptive for me and I've been trying to not use Amazon because I'm a do-gooder mm-hmm. um, and I feel like what's actually happened is I've just ended up working for Amazon as the delivery driver with the, <laughs> yeah. the shortest route where I just take it two meters from my door to their door so I, I don't I guess my 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 question is is there any way for me to stop the packages or do I just need to sit with my new job lifting one Lego brick at a time? <laughs> do you have to buzz them in? No, I have to physically go to the door. Yeah, my flat does not have a buzzer. This is a manual oh, operation. Close your curtains. Don't go. Lights off. Are curtains closed. Are you taking closed. them back up? No, they are they're upstairs, but we have a shared corridor. Now, Charlie, I already, for the last three years, have the curtain next to the door closed all day Good, because nice. otherwise delivery drivers who are furious with me bang, bang on the window until oh, I answer no. the door while I'm on course. No. <laughs> so it's become quite a Zoe's, Zoe's delivery service. And obviously I, I could not go to the door, but I'm only going to incense innocent delivery drivers is, yeah. is is it worth investing in a small delivery kennel <laughs> essentially a, a a shack with a combination yeah. lock on it yeah uh, or like a it could almost be like a like a caravan perhaps stick it round the back a yeah. gossamer thin caravan so you can get it into a back garden <laughs> It's a shack with two overspill kennels for the additional packages. Yeah, some kind of like delivery kennel that they can all just stick their things in. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's generous. That's generous of no, you. That, so you think they're ordering stuff because they're frustrated? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> you know what, mate. Okay. Stop banging all. the door. Stop banging this. <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah. Come on. You yeah. ever wanted to fuck a little house? <laughs> <laughs> this is Wendy. <laughs> 
it you'd try it that's such a weird thing you'd have to say yes yeah. <laughs> well, so hang on let me get this straight the delivery drivers arrive with a big package they yeah. get distracted by this kennel that they can fuck and then they leave the well they got a big package <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> put this big package, package. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about this. Who's cleaning it out afterwards? I'm not stripping that linen. <laughs> it's not something I'd enjoy. Um, okay, well, it, it's, it's a real pro- it is a real problem you've it got is here. That, you know? it's, it's a real it's a real head scratcher. I do think Tom's idea is a nice one though. I, I like that. What what about wait till they go out and make one trip to the front door just to put a sign with their phone number on. It's not your job. You're not their secretary, right? Especially if you have to do it four or five times a day. You have, you know, you've you've got a proper job. You need to be you need to be working. I feel like I'm getting a real pep talk. <laughs> it's really nice. You need to I back like yourself, I didn't, mate. I feel like I didn't deliver enough self-esteem boosting in my solutions to other people's beefs. Like, <laughs> Emily, you go. You're doing really good. You just do. You just you just move for yourself. Lovely. Go and put yeah. your little complainy sign on the door. I gotta say, I have tried some signage before as well, and John often puts a sign in the door saying, "I can't come to the door," and they'll still bang on the window. Okay, is the answer, and I'm not proud of this one. Steal all the stuff that arrives, use it, fuck around with it, break it, and then they'll just stop buying stuff online. I would enjoy that as long as, as we've discussed, I am very weak. So it would depend if I could physically move it into the house. But yeah, over a period of several months, yes. Also, that one is a crime. And that's perhaps a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah, that is a, it is a crime to steal someone else's I mean, things. I like it. I, I, that's what I'd want to do. Apart from fuck the little house. Of course, I want to fuck the little house first. Are we just going to go with fuck the little house? Case closed. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think that's basically it, isn't it? You get get a little house that the delivery men can fuck and um, be solved. Well, Zoe, Charlie, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a real pleasure having you on. Perfect. <laughs> of course. Oh, of course. You did they it. finished as they started. Book ended. Absolutely, Absolutely beautifully. <laughs> Can I just say at the beginning, I genuinely just was like, of course, these three guys are going to say hello to They'll have their own hello thing. And then I was just waiting and waiting. And then I was like, well, me and Charlie barely ever say hello to each other. So we'll it's not a feature of our friendship. What a weird thing to say about us. Have say hello, hello to thing. each other. <laughs> I'm not going to say hello to you next time. <laughs> uh, before, would you like to plug your podcast, please? Please. That was a really, really, really weird, really yeah. weird. Please, there at the end. <laughs> please yeah, plug your to. podcast because we can't do it for I you. I think they'd say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Tom just filling the silence. So it's like the podcast is like Grand Designs, but it's for really small properties that have also a sexual element. That's great. So, <laughs> right. That makes a lot of sense now. No, it's not. It's it's called Seance Cast, and it's a comedy horror sketch podcast, which is uh, written and uh, hosted by me and Charlie, and then has sketches from loads of amazing new non-binary and women comedy writers, and it's really good. It's fantastic. Yeah, series two has just come out. Are you two episodes in 
as we record this. Two in. Two in. Six, six to go. Really, in- I'm really, Brilliant. really enjoying it. It's it's properly laugh out loud funny. Thank, th- I mean, thank you for doing it. I guess. I'm gonna say thank you. I'm gonna say thanks. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This you is are you. so welcome. Do you know what? We're so needy is this, what we are. This is what's happened. The the the, the merest hint of a silence, and we suddenly crumble. We can't handle it. We can't deal with it. Polite way. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the thing is, is when you asked to say what it was, I suddenly got really nervous and my voice choked up as well. And then um, when I got to, I was just like, it's really good, actually. Yeah, so, I thought that uh, was a nice assessment of it. Back yourself, yeah. Zoe. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Can we just all just, let's just all agree that we're terrified of each other. <laughs> right? After this conversation, yes. <laughs> Um, well, thank you so much for coming on and helping us solve so many beefs. Um, and uh, we'll see you soon. Oh, Tom, we could have ended it there. <laughs> don't be a stranger now. You, uh, well, thank you, bye-bye. Thank Give you us two this. rings when you get home. <laughs> from the sorting out your beefs. There you go. That was a real treat. It was a real treat indeed. And speaking of real treats, we have had a a lovely message. Uh, Tom, would you like to read it out for us? Oh, yes, I'd love to, actually. Dear Pappies, long-time listener and short-time Patreon. Good guy. I woke up to messages last week telling me to tune in for the latest Slamdown, Will Duggan and Jen Ives, specifically for the roll call at the end of the show. I figured I'd get a pretty typical send-off and that would be it. However, I was blamed for steering the Titanic into an iceberg (laughs) and then becoming some sort of underwater gill man. You mentioned my name so many times. I might be able to get work to count it as public outreach. The timing couldn't have been better either. The episode was released on my birthday. I haven't laughed so much in a good while. I'm over the moon. Anyway, love you guys. Love the shows. Keep up the good work. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Fred Winneberg, brackets Gilman and (laughs) ex-Titanic steerer. (laughs) So you can enjoy the same treats that Fred has enjoyed. You know, who knows every now and then we pick one name and we really go for it in the uh, yeah, in the roll really, call really going to town it could be your name if you sign up to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share that's just one of the many reasons to sign up but it really is it really is a lot of fun one final thing before we before we uh, we end the episode here um i got a message from my my brother luke crosby right oh, oh yes of course yes. of course yeah oh yeah 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 huge you know where this is going of course it's going to be singing clarky's braces of course it is <laughs> lovely lovely but he was a little bit upset anyway i'll, I'll oh, read you the message such mixed feelings about the latest pappy's episode obviously clarky's biggest fan but i cannot wink so it was triggering Crucially, so crucially, Luke Crosby never, never learned how to wink. Now he's clearly in the same way. If you've got a, if you've got a, a sort of, a, I mean, what is it? It's not an affliction. What is it? It's the mildest version of an affliction. You, you, you hang on to certain things. Then he sent me a news, a news article from Yahoo News that said, "Did you know?" Rihanna can't wink either. <laughs> you hang on to these things. You know, like. <laughs> Just, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, now it's great for any kids. There was no, there were no role models like that when when Luke was growing up. 
of, of you, celebrities who couldn't oh, wink. Are you, an old, are you the older brother? I am the older brother, yeah, yeah. Mm. Surely it must have been one of your duties to teach your younger brother to wink. I mean, I, I did my I did my level best, <laughs> you know but short what? of sellotaping his eyes shut, you know, what can I do? Or, or open, either or. That's part, you know, part of the tutorials of life that you learn from your older brother, you know, this is how you skip class, this is how you throw the perfect touchdown, this is how you wink at girls. Have you ever met you me, know? Tom? <laughs> did, you, did you even teach him how to buy a keg of beer? <laughs> I did teach him how to butt chug. Is that? Oh, oh well, there you is go. that okay? Does that make up forgiven then? Well, that's why he can't wink. He can that's wink with it. He can wink with that eye. <laughs> Believe you me. He can wink and he can even he can burp with it. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, on that bombshell, uh, don't forget if you haven't got tickets for the live Christmas show, please sign up for the streaming. It is please the show do. of the year. It's the show. Please do. Please. It's the show of the year. It's going to cost us loads of money to do the stream. Truth <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's really up. expensive. Please. <laughs> please we do. didn't know. We started talking about the podcast. Like we're going to do a live stream, a live stream, and then we we spoke to the venue, and they've got. I mean, obviously they've got their own guys. It's a bit like when you, you know, it's a bit like when you get married and the the wedding has their own caterers who won't let you get any other caterers in you're like oh, we'll okay, be in right. charge corkage basically we'll be in charge corkage for this live stream um, so if you want us to have a yeah. Christmas where we don't starve then please yeah. please get the live stream guys it's only because a- this year the show of the year is costing us money <laughs> and it's coming into your home <laughs> and did you know Rihanna can't wink so spare a thought for her as well uh, today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham Corsham team cheers everyone bye bye uh, okay uh, alright 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 mate In- commencing, commencing interview oh god and also commencing Patreon yeah. Neighbourhood Watch roll call you take a seat you take a seat there son Okay. Now you listen here, you absolute toilet. <laughs> oh, he's got bad cop early doors. <laughs> I've seen photos that would turn your fucking neck purple, mate. But that's by the by. <laughs> yeah, can you forward those on to me, mate? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not for now. Oh, I've got a photo of you that, oh, and I'd like something. I've got something to say. <laughs> Who stood behind you in that photo? Is it Scott K? Yeah. Because we want to arrest him for photobombing. He's <laughs> becoming. It's one of the notorious photobombers. It's one of the mildest terrorist acts you can do. <laughs> but nevertheless, it's a great, great threat to our national security. Well, photobombing. Ever since that incident, you have to get your photos checked every time you go through fucking airport security, <laughs> haven't you? Mad. <laughs> Worst passport photo ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, laughing aside, though, I'll hand you over to my colleague. Oh, right, okay, sorry. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot I was your colleague there for a second. I thought you were going to rhyme it with Scott K, but I've, you've done that bit already. Right, here we go. <laughs> Apologies to Scott. Listen, right, listen. If I'm going to rhyme colleague with Scott K, I'll do it on my own time. Do you understand? 
<laughs> oh, so I, but I got a bit distracted. Those photos have come come through there. Oh, bloody hell! I tell you what, my next my next certainly puce. So that I wasn't lying, was I? I was not lying. About <laughs> more, more, more I look, the more violent my neck gets. Anyway, listen, right. Oh, I saw. Let's a, not forget who's under suspicion. Here. Yeah, it's this this bloody toilet, right? Oh, I saw a photo of you the other day. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh yeah. fucking god. Yeah. I saw Bloody a photo Lord. of you. There was someone standing in the background. Standing. <laughs> there was someone standing in the background. So I went to the location that the photograph was taken not two weeks earlier. Why? And they were gone. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. Because I thought I might see Derek Swan. Listen, that. That's a really weird way to investigate. I know, I know. (laughs) I just thought, I thought lightning might strike twice. I thought if he's been in the photo now, you know, he might still be hanging around, seeing if he can pop in the back of anyone else's photos. But it's my, I never went to school. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a thing you'd learn at school. It's just common sense. Your photo lessons. I never went to school, guys. (laughs) And that's part of the reason why I'm always going around Seeing if people are there. Now, now, Gov, Gov, Govs. <laughs> Sorry, wait, hang on a sec. I'm now going to hand you over to my colleague. All oh, right, all right. Yeah, yeah, colleague, is it? Yeah. <laughs> all right, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You made your bed. Yeah, listen, can, you can you stop sleeping? Can you stop sleeping in the interrogation? I never went to school, guys. I've got nowhere else to sleep. That isn't an excuse for everything. There's no bed lessons. We keep telling you this. I never went to school. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Now listen, that photo. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, good Ooh, for you. I can only apologise. Oh. What's, what's your neck? Like? Couldn't be more purple. Oh, I'll tell you disgusting. That much. Not just my neck either. <laughs> I'm purple all over. Gee, he looks like Grimace. And I'll tell you why. In the foreground, foreground this time, there's a, there's a bit of that heavy petting. Heavy petting? Who, who, the hell are you, who the hell are you petting? What? Is it Daniel Letting? <laughs> why are you letting him do that, Daniel? <laughs> are, are you, sorry, are you a lifeguard? <laughs> this is a police yeah. station. Well, oh, sorry, I must be in the wrong get, place. I wonder why you're on that bloody eye chair. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't, couldn't really see from a bit. <laughs> get get Listen, out of here, life can, can anyone lend me a coat? <laughs> Listen, have you, have you ever been at school? <laughs> can I just ask, uh, you know, from that from the vantage point of you being up that high chair, can you see if Derek Swan's still in the place he was a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> Listen, listen, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, right. let's get this interrogation back on. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Sorry, cup. Listen up. Sorry, colleague. We can do this. Sorry, cup. <laughs> sorry, cup. You just apologise to my cup. <laughs> What's going on here? Do you think I'm some kind of mug? <laughs> listen up here. Sorry, cup. Yeah, That's right. the source of subject. We've got so like You're stuck here between a decent copper, an imbecile, and a fucking lifeguard. Now, we could do it the nice way, or we could do it the nasty way. Oh, we could treat you nice, get you a nice cup of soup, all different kinds of flavours. <laughs> I apologise for that soup. <laughs> That's the reason the cup's here. You can have a lovely cup of soup, all different kinds of flavours. Yeah. But first, you've got to tell me, 
what are you doing in this photograph here <laughs> <laughs> with Minna Davis? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> now, I'm going to hand you over to someone who may or may not be my colleague. <laughs> All we know is he hasn't got any qualifications. I know it's school. <laughs> right, listen to me. I know it's school. He What's might make qualifications, that? but he sure has got a catchphrase. Let me tell you this now. You shut your fucking mouth and listen to me about sorry, my lack sorry. of it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was I, sorry. So I put it in the wrong person. I shouldn't be shouting at you. Oh, right. Sorry, sorry. I thought you were talking to that cat. <laughs> right. Listen, listen to me, you toilet. As sure yeah. as I never went to school, right? <laughs> as sure as I've got no idea what sats even are, I saw a photo of you the other day, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I saw a photo of you, and you were there, sat on a park bench, bold. Ironic, considering you don't know what sats are. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I thought, sitting taking the piss out of me for never sitting in an exam is that what you're doing is that what you're doing you know I never went to school you know it's you're a sore point and no, he hasn't got a sat in his life you're taking the piss mate you're taking a fucking piss you toilet you have sat. put those armbands down <laughs> sorry mate please stop blowing that whistle now <laughs> listen to me uh, who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm putting myself now <laughs> right I'm listen kidding. to me mate you never went to school and that ain't right. Anyway, right. Let me. Right. The other day, I saw oh. a photo of you, bold as brass, <laughs> sat on a park bench, doing up your shoelaces, and you were doing them far too tight. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And how do I know? <laughs> because standing in the background, grimacing. Yeah. <laughs> wincing looking at those laces and wincing was the man I believe to be your accomplice Stephen Wright in the afternoon right quick get, get into a cop car yeah, straight I'm, away I'm gonna, get back to the I'm location driving, of that photo I'm, I'm, I'm driving <laughs> see if he's still there I'm well see if he's still there I'm gonna it's dr- worth a try I'm gonna drive nah. I'm gonna drive firstly I'm gonna drive I'm gonna res- enrol myself into uh, further education classes for, for adults and then I'm going to go to the park <laughs> you, and I reckon Stephen Wright is going to be there. Wait, wait a minute, it was splash! Whoa! <laughs> Someone's <laughs> just bombed in the deep end! <laughs> surely, surely this is not this is outside of my jurisdiction. If anyone's someone assaulted this outside of my jurisdiction as well! He photo-bombed in the deep end! <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's our colleague. <laughs> I now hand you oh, over hello. to our colleague. <laughs> Do you see my sick backflip, guys? <laughs> All right, you should be doing backflips. <laughs> very much the kind of behaviour. I mean, I wouldn't know I know went to school, but yeah, very much know. the kind of behaviour that the lifeguard shouldn't be doing. Now, I got a photo here. Oh, I. It's you soaking wet. Sorry, <laughs> it's a little. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. It's been in my pocket all day. I'm pissing myself. <laughs> Worst lifeguard ever. <laughs> I'm terrible lifeguard. Oh, you gotta wait until you're in the way. Okay. I've got a photo here. You've got seven wives! Oh my god. What? I can't believe it. Is that true? 
Henry VIII. I've seen you, seven wives, Henry VIII, on your way to St. Ives. <laughs> oh, no. I can't believe Is it. Is that true, Stephen? <laughs> what kinds? McKinnis, for God's sake. Oh, McKinnis! <laughs> Oh dear. I never went to school, but even I know McKinnis when I see one. I tell you what, you should apologise to that cup. It's full of Guinness. <laughs> that cup, mate, is full of Guinness. Right. Oh. Get this get this over with. Right. My class starts at 8pm. I'm not fucking around anymore. No. But where's the light switch? <laughs> Why are we doing this in the dark? <laughs> There's a reason this interrogation has been going so badly. I've never been in a room that's darker. I've been talking to a fucking coat stand. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm in a swimming pool. <laughs> Someone apologise to that coat stand. You're in my territory now, boys. And that coat stand belongs to Faith Bale Barker. Oh, good. Good God. Right, well, I never went to school. Can I, can I just hand you over to my colleague? Yeah, thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I never went to school. That hasn't changed. That situation hasn't rectified itself over the course of this. And how because... Would how would it? Because we did this in a pitch black room with the door open, the uh, suspect has absconded and... It swam away. Front crawl. <laughs> and, oh, oh my God. He's, he's, he's swimming so well. He's yeah. entered himself into a regatta. No, regatta? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's entered himself into a regatta. He's swam all the way into a bloody yacht club. He's all, he swam all the way to Henley. Oh, well, this could be only this could be only one person. All the clues. Scott K. All the clues point to Scott K. <laughs> It's got to be Scott Kay. No, if it's in Henley. Now, if I know my photographs like I know my photographs, I saw a photograph of a man standing in Henley about oh, three or four weeks ago. More, he was doing more than standing, I can tell oh, you that. God, he, was up to his, he was up to his waist. He was apologising to a cup. My neck was maroon. He was, honestly, honestly, I was, I was halfway to the Irish before I realised. <laughs> anyway, someone has got to get to Henley and arrest the miscreant known... Simon Denly. All right, well, that concludes today's Patreon Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. You get to school, you get to the changing room. Aye, aye, Skipper. And you leave me in this coat stand alone. Okay. This camera. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. What? Get an education. Don't go to school. It's my one piece of advice to you. Don't. Listen, kids, don't go to school. Take it from me. Stay out of school. A man who knows and absolutely also, fuck all stay about out of the shallow end. <laughs> Those who can, don't go to school. <laughs> that concludes today's Patreon Able to Watch Rock. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.